You tuned in to Relationship Factor, where we talk about all things relationships for millennials, moving you from a problem to solution, from functional to exceptional relationships. I'm your host, Kingsley Moyo. Hey, thanks again for downloading another episode of Relationship Factor. If we are not already connected, I hang out a lot on Instagram. Find me. Uh, the handle is Relationship Factor. Occasionally, they are dropping some relationship nuggets that will pick you up and carry you throughout the weekend. Some helpful tips on how to build healthy relationships. So, um, Millennial Tribe. In this episode, I talk about um understanding the seasons of our relationships in order to avoid love burnout. Um, I break down on what really the different seasons of a relationship are and really how they affect relationships and how you can grow in a relationship. Hey, so join me for this episode. Everything runs on a cycle. Birth to death, time you have uh, midnight to noon, you have that time cycle that works out. Women would know better on this menstrual cycle. You have that work cycle. You have the nine to five or 10 to whatever the case may be. Whatever shift that you work in, there's a cycle that you follow. And one word for all of this is change. And really change is at the core of, of life. Change is one thing that every relationship experiences consistently. Change is everywhere. In fact, it's the only consistent thing that we have. Sometimes we tend to say that we don't want our relationships to change, but the reality is our relationships do change and they will change. It's a constant thing that we will experience in our relationships. The relationships will change emotionally. They'll change psychologically and they'll change physiologically. You you grow old in the relationship. Your body picks up some uh, some 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 portions of uh, flesh that you otherwise wouldn't want. And things change and things move about in the body. So change is something that's consistent and will happen in relationship. And one thing I find couples miss is that their relationships will change. And often they are not prepared for what's coming ahead. I mean, if it's winter and things are going to change, you would go out and buy a winter coat. If it's getting to winter, you would buy, go put some winter ties in your car. If it is summer, you'd want to get those t-shirts. You plan a vacation to go and plan a vacation to go to some place where it's a hot destination. So these these things you plan for much more so. What about our relationships that we we have? And I mean, nobody goes into a relationship like, oh, I'm just going into a relationship just for the sake of. Everybody goes into a relationship because they. They want more from the relationship. They want to experience more from the relationship. I mean, if you decide to date somebody, you're just not dating to while up time. I mean, there are some people that actually get into relationships to while up time because of peer pressure. And therefore, maybe I would understand if those individuals don't actually start planning for those things. But for those that are interested in growing into relationship, you have to plan for the relationship. Now, so think of it this way. If you don't plan for the change in your relationship, your relationship won't grow. You both won't grow together in the relationship. And because you're not growing together, there's going to be drift that's going to happen in the relationship. 
So talking about the seasons of a relationship, think of the seasons of the year. I mean, I know every part of the world doesn't have the same, but for the sake of argument, let's say that they exist everywhere because every couple goes through these seasons. There's spring, summer, autumn, or fall, depending on where you're from. And then there's winter. You know, spring is that moment of the relationship where everything green and lovely is bursting out. It's the birth of the relationship. Maybe you just met the individual. Or if you're already in the relationship, this is a moment of connection. You discover about each other. You find out and discover values and habits about each other. You explore. You you go places. You try out new things. It's an exciting moment. You're eager to learn more about each other. You take on dates. In, in fact, that's where you get a lot of our first, first date, first kiss, first time we introduce him to our friends or her to our friends and family. This is the time where you take your first vacation. If you're married, this is the time where really everything is going well. There is no financial frustration. There is no communications or, my, uh, or conflict as much as. So it's it's a period of more dates, more quality time, more intimacy, more of everything that you can think of. And every couple likes the stage because you're learning something new about the other person. It's exciting. There's, there's that anticipation. What am I going to learn next? You wake up in the morning anticipating what does the next day have to offer? You're exploring things together. And usually there's less conflict in the relationship at this time. This does not mean that the conflict is absent because conflict is present in any relationship all throughout. It's just a matter of how you deal with it. We, in most relationships, use this time to measure how, su how successful the relationship is. And we, we come up with these statements and we say, I... I I found the right person. Um, we connect. He makes me so happy, which is not necessarily a bad thing. Neither is it a good thing because if you measure your relationship based on how the spring looks like, it'll throw you off if you move into the next season. Then you move into the summer season. So spring, things were bursting out. You were exploring. You were understanding. You were discovering. You were getting to know. Now, then comes the summer. Summertime, these are the good times. I mean, you've, you've gotten to know each other. You're, you're now a little semi-comfortable. You're, 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 you're okay. This is your person. You've married them or you're dating them. This is the one that you think, hey, you know what? I found me one. And, and everything you discover, bad and good, is now being explored further. So in stage one, you were collecting uh, really in the springtime, you were collecting all the data. And in the summertime, now you were using all that data to make decision. And this sometimes can be a stage of denial, oblivion, or tolerance. You, your partner can't do anything wrong in this stage. We lavish, we lavish each other with compliments. We dismiss red flags. And this does not mean that things are not good. In fact, they are at their best. In other words, we, we, we are giving it a real chance, but we're not really, we're not really outward, upfront with what we expect or desire in the relationship for fear of messing up the equilibrium. We want to kind of keep it the way it is. It's, it's what I call the kind of harmony that is fueled by compromise. 
you know, sometimes we tend to say, as a couple, you need to compromise and you compromise here and you compromise here. And that's not necessarily a good thing because when you compromise, you're agreeing with things that you don't agree with. And then what ends up happening, it causes you to drift apart. While you take one step back, compromise. One step back, you compromise. And eventually you guys are far apart because you've compromised so much. So this is a kind of harmony that's fueled by compromise. You're not, you're not really fully outright, entirely out in the open. But you get in there. You are there-ish. Then comes the next season of the relationship. And by the way, this doesn't mean that in the first two years you are in the spring season. In the next four years you are in the summer season. These seasons cycle up. They could happen within a space of a month. They could happen in a space of three months. In a space of you can go through all these seasons. It's just the mood that happens in the relationship or the cycles that happen in the relationship where you find yourself in the relationship. And then after the summer, you move on to a, a stage, what you would call, let's call it autumn or fall. Here comes the cracks and the faults in the relationship. This can be a phase of confusion filled with all kinds of emotion, joy, sadness, anxiety, and, and, and all that stuff. The things that annoy you start to set in. The things that you overlooked earlier on in the summer stage now begin to annoy you. Arguments are now defined and the frequency begins to increase. A few things start to come in and out and upset the equilibrium. You have life events that happen uh, for those that decide to start their family. It can be a moment of excitement. It can be a moment of frustration because you have this new human being in your lives. You don't know what to do. But at the same time, you're happy with this new human being that's in your life. This human being is crying all the time. You just can't figure it out. And this is the time when you get to know really how one fights and how one argues and how one loves their emotional disposition. We we tend to put each other on trial in this stage. It's no longer the cute that he lives, it's no longer cute that he leaves his banana peel on the counter instead of throwing it away, where you leave your clothes, what time they come back. We nag, we scrutinize and judge each other. The rumblings of the volcano, really, it's it's beginning to boil. He doesn't want to hang out anymore. The introvert you used to like before is now boring. Before it was cool, you know. Oh, he's an oh, she's an introvert. Um, he or she's an ho a homebody, and we'll just chill and watch a movie. Now it's beginning like you're boring. Let's go out and do more things. The things that were cute are not as cute anymore. Both of you are now coming out of your shell. You're beginning to settle down. And what once was cute is not cute anymore. Dates don't happen anymore. You feel invalidated and misunderstood. By now, you know each other so well. You begin to play those mind games. I know when she does this or when he does this, it means this. You're not necessarily communicating well. There's all these mind games that are happening the truth about how you feel about your friend, about uh, his or her friends and family comes out and it becomes more defined. If you didn't like the family and you didn't really come out right with it, now it's becoming more evident. And if you're married, it's becoming more clear. If you're getting engaged, it's becoming more clear. If you've been long in the relationship, it's becoming more clear on your stance and your dislikes and all that. If this season is not handled well, it really 
can upset the balance of the season, causing you to spend more time in one season more than the other. You'll see your relationship spending more time in the fall and in the winter. And you know how they say short summers. You'll find your relationship spending more time in short summers because the fall wasn't really dealt with properly. The winter wasn't really dealt with properly. So you begin to cycle the same things. What you don't change, you repeat. So you keep on going through it. And these it can be a frustrating time because now it's real. You know each other, the frustration and the things that are happening. And the next thing that happens is the winter. Now this is when the volcano erupts. Everything that we've held inside during the other season now bursts out. We lash out, belittle, suspect, accuse, lie, and cover up. Now it's we are on flight or defensive mode if any conflict comes up. These are the times when things are not going well. You, you begin to see the emotional disposition of the individuals. And for those with kids, parenting issues become really evident. The frustration comes out and you begin to think, well, this, this marriage is not working. The sexual dry spells begin to kick in. The communication with the in-laws begins to kick in. Drift may happen because you're no longer growing together, pursuing things together. You're no longer going on those dates anymore. You're no longer spending time going for grab a tea, going for a walk together. Um, life has happened. Maybe the mortgage has kicked in. Job losses happen. All these life events begin to kick in. Financial issues causing problems, miscommunication, leading to misunderstanding. And, and, and this really can be a difficult time. The thing is, it's okay because when you come out of this, you have leveled up. There's two ways that you can come out of a winter, a winter season. You can decide to sweep things under the rug or you can confront the issues and deal with them. More often, sometimes couples sweep things under the rug. So they have gone through their winter. It may be a short winter uh, and they get into the uh, spring or summer Realize that it doesn't last long because those triggers that were not dealt with, they pick up again. It's because they swept the things under the rug. Or alternatively, you confront the issues and you deal with them. It helps you to extend your summers, to extend your spring, your discovery. And the goal of it all in all these seasons is to grow in each and every season. If you don't grow in any season, in the winter, in the spring, in the in, in the summer, you're losing opportunities to bond and to connect. And so you go into this cycle. And the reality of this is that each season or each stage comes with its sets of opportunities of growth. Now, just to work it through in your relationship, I don't know, wait, if you're a couple and you're just listening to this, you you'd probably maybe in your winter or in your summer, you can come up with solutions in making sure that your summers are longer, your winters are well prepared for, you have a uh, winter coats, you have boots and everything, or you have everything in place for the winter. There's something that we call first order change. First order change is tinkering, just trying to tweak the things that are there, just making sure that they run smooth. It's like oiling the relationship so that it runs smoothly. And what that looks like is you're making small changes in the relationship. You have the breakfast together, you 
take walks together. It's nothing huge or radical in the relationship. You continue to do in the small things. You kiss each other in the morning when you leave the house. You text each other nice messages. This is just small messages just to oil the relationship. Some people call it keep the fire burning. So throwing in some more twigs or whatever you want to put in there to keep the fire burning. Now, if you are in a little bit more of a predicament and you are in the winter for a long time, you might have to move on to the second order change, which is really revolutionize everything, change things. And this comes with a lot. But you have to keep in mind that when you do decide to change things, you want to change in the direction of the flow. It's easier to drive a, to push a car when it's going downhill than to push a car uphill. So you want to find the relationships that are easy, the things and the relationships that are easy to address that can be transformed immediately or change. It may be figuring out, you know what, we're both down work at four o'clock. Hey, as soon as we're done work, we want to come home and have dinner. It's not complicated. Both of you are done at four o'clock. But if you have varying shifts and one is done at 10 p.m. and you want to say, hey, we need to be home for dinner at six, that's not going to happen. Parenting, you might want to work on things that are easiest to accomplish on the things that you agree on the most first. And that would allow you to have your revolution to work faster, to pick up steam. So you want to make those changes. As I mentioned, each season has an opportunity. Each season has something that can be done. In the spring, you can spend time learning about yourself as well as the other person, not just learning what there is about the other person. Because more often when we get into a relationship, you want to learn as much as you want, you can about the other individual. And we neglect to learn about ourselves. Who are we? How do I show up in relationships? What is my attachment style? What is my emotional maturity? You know, some people mature physically, but they don't want to mature emotionally or relationally. So you want to get to know yourself as well. So this helps the relationship so that when you get to the next season, you've already have some remedies and strategies to be able to sustain yourself when you go through. In the summer, you want to foolproof the relationship. Prepare for what's coming because it will come. This is usually a good time to seek relationship self-help um, books. This is a, a good place to uh, start going for therapy. Some people tend to go for therapy when there's a problem. Sometimes it may be late. Not that it won't help. But you want to prepare for the problem so that when you go there, therapists will help you discover a whole lot of things. Relationship coaches will help you discover a whole lot of things. Talk to somebody. And this is where you create support systems. If there's people that share same values as you, you build that network of support systems around you. You learn each other's triggers. This is, this is during the summer months. It's easy to talk about a problem or potential problem in the summer months or in the summer season or better yet, in the spring as well. Because if you are in the dead of winter trying to address a problem in the dead of winter, you tend to be more defensive in the way you approach things. So it's crucial, foolproof the relationship. Then when you get to the fall, you want to continue the positives. This is now when the conflict begins to set in. Hopefully you'd have understand yourself, you understand your partner. Now you understand a little bit of what triggers and the remedies that can help. You already have that support system. You're already going to therapy. 
And what I find more often is couples don't go for therapy. They go to therapy when they're in the dead of winter. And it takes a toll on the relationship. By then, there's so many emotional scars that would have happened. They can be undone, but they also can be avoided. You, We either keep it this way in the fall and keep cycling back to it, or we can change things. Because you've already set up that base, that support system, when you get to the fall, you can transform things and change things and move the relationship to the next level. So by the time you get to winter, when it's a little bit tense and difficult, it's time to cash in. In the spring season, you were learning about each other. In the summer, you were foolproofing the relationship. In the fall, you were continuing the positives. So you already have that base of support and building up in the relationship. Now you can actually just cash in on all the resources that you've built. The reality is successful couples tend to have already sought help before they get to this stage. If you wait, wait to get to this stage, you may be long in to dealing with some issues that actually lead to separation, divorce, and all these other things. But you can foolproof your relationship. When you change the way you look at things, you change the way you approach things. More often, we approach it and say, it's summertime. Uh, it's time to have fun. You look at it as a time of having fun, not as a time to build up and to invest into foolproof. And looking at the winter, you can look at the winter and say, hey, it's time to cash in. I know things are tough. Uh, let's cash in. So when you look at it that way, you approach the relationship differently. See, these cycles will happen. The question is, how will they happen? How long will they last? And you got to understand that change has to be gradual and it has to be in the direction of the flow. Every relationship will grow through seasons. And these seasons, for some people, winter lasts long. And you'll hear people that, you know what, we haven't done certain things together for three months. And some relationship will say, we haven't kissed in five months or we haven't slept in the same bed in a year and those relationships are in the dead of winter but you can come out of that dead of winter by seeking help or when you catch a glimpse of the sun and you are in the summer you want to foolproof the relationship understand each other build the relationship so here it is folks every relationship goes through these stages if you understand the seasons of the relationship you can avoid love burnout because if you don't invest in the relationship, the love will burn out and the fire will die and you'll call it quits in a relationship that actually did have life. Hey, it's another episode of Relationship Factor. Don't forget to go to relationshipfactor.org and check out the resources that we have there. If you follow uh, or you have shared the episode thank you and hey while you're at it if you enjoyed the episode go ahead and give us a five-star rating and thank you for those comments and questions that you share with us and post relationship factor <laughs>